Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from our pastor at Hatchbend Apostolic Church. just leave a thought with you today and if I can just give you something to think about then um, we will consider this mission accomplished in the book of Matthew chapter 4 you can remain seated but in Matthew 4 and 18 there is a very very familiar passage of scripture the Bible talks about in Matthew 4 18 and 19 and Jesus walking by the sea of Galilee saw two brethren Simon called Peter And Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. It's a very familiar story, probably a story that some of us first ever heard about in Sunday school. I will make you fishers of men. I can remember even a little song. I'm not going to try to emulate or mimic that song, but I will make you fishers of men. And so early on, that promise of the Lord began to get ingrained in our hearts. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. I'm going to be a little presumptuous today in realizing that perhaps not 100%, but a vast majority of you would be familiar with this passage of Scripture. Here were men who made their living as fishermen, and Jesus came along and just used an illustration that certainly would fit their life by saying, if you will leave your nets, if you'll walk away, if you will follow me, then I will make you fishers of men. They could relate to that. They could relate to that illustration, certainly. But if I may today just leave off the last three words of that scripture and just drop something in your heart today and just say this, that the Lord is speaking to us, I believe, in this hour as clearly and concisely as he has ever spoken. I am consistently uh, touched, humbled, uh, impressed, whatever word we want to insert there, that no matter seemingly where we go, there is such quality of ministry in our midst that we are exposed to. We are without excuse. That is certain in this day. We are without excuse. I'm not just talking about the quality of ministry in this local church, although I believe that God has certainly blessed us. Uh, with great leaders and ministers in this church. And I'm not just talking about people that stand behind this particular desk, but I I believe that we've got God-ordained and sanctioned and anointed Sunday school teachers and children's ministry leaders and student ministry leaders. And so I think that in every aspect of the Word that God has privileged us to be exposed to uh, people that can make sense of God's Word, of His Word. And so wherever we go, we're talking about camp meeting. We have just closed a few weeks now 
already of Sunday school camp and one week of uh, of our youth camp, our senior camp. And I can promise you that in those three weeks of services, there were quality people that were standing behind those pulpits that were ministering to the needs and on the level of their given of their given age group, and their lives were changed. Some of those uh, were changed forever. I understand that we live in the real world and that many of those young people will have a lot of hills to climb and valleys to walk through and things of that nature, but here's what I'm crazy enough to be confident about today. I just have enough faith to realize that the Word of God that was planted in some of the hearts of those young ladies and those young men is a seed that is a remaining seed, a forever seed. I'm going to tell you that I was a young man and I got a forever seed in my life. I may have staggered and stumbled and have not made always the right decisions, but there was a forever seed that was pushed deep in the soil of my heart and in my life. And you hear from the response of just what I'm saying that I'm not the only one in this house whose life was changed and impacted by the Word of God. And so I'm thankful for that. But I will again reiterate that because of that, we are without excuse. God has given us many witnesses. And in Scripture, there are many witnesses that that the Lord called men and women that would be a voice in judgment, so to speak. They would be a tremendous witness. But if if I could just leave off a few words here in this Scripture and just tell you that 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 Jesus is saying to us today, follow me and I will make you. Follow me and I will make you. Whatever you need to be, whatever God needs, whatever capacity, whatever role that we would ever feel within this life and in the kingdom of God, if we will just follow him, he will make us. He will make us. The scripture is replete with men and women who were just of this nature and just of this caliber that were, that were people that were just faithful enough to follow. And in the following, God made of them greatness, great voices, impacting voices in their life. Abraham was just one of such men that just followed the Lord and, and as an end result of just following him, he, he was admonished by the Lord to look to the heavens and realize that the stars would not even compare to the sea that was bound up in him. He said, wherever you, the sole of your feet touches that, that's, I'm going to give that to you. And all of that came not because of Abraham being a man of perfection or Abraham being a man outside of the realm of sin or failure, or frailty, but he was just a follower of the Lord. Follow me, and I will make you. Other great, other greats that could be named today, Jacob, who was a man that we certainly can all relate to. As a matter of fact, many of us, and I at the top of that list, feel very, very glad that Jacob was listed among the Scripture because I can find a lot of myself in him. He was a man that staggered. He was a man who stumbled. He was not a man that was perfect, but he was a man that followed God. Somewhere in the midst of all the tomfoolery, there was something in the heart of Jacob that had a desire and a yearning after God. It all happened in a wrestling match or the culmination of such in a wrestling match that I mentioned Wednesday night where he was left forever changed physically, but he was left forever changed spiritually. 
And from that moment of just following him, God made him. He didn't make him anything that Jacob didn't desire to be, but he made of him Israel, who was destined to have an impact even in the world that we live in today. Joseph was just a young man, and in a vision, a dream that he did not fully understand, in a dream that he probably prematurely shared with others that misunderstood that dream, he became a follower of the Lord. We find Joseph high, we find him low. We find him in a pit of despair to be sold as a common slave, and we find him elevated in lofty and powerful positions. But no matter where he was, he was a follower of the Lord. Amen. He followed him. Follow me, and I will make you. Gideon was a man who followed the Lord. And the Lord made of him a great leader. Even when he could not see that in himself, but he was faithful enough to follow. And in the following, he was made. Elijah and Elisha, what a duo that worked for the kingdom of God and left indelible prints in the sands that we are still impacted by today. These were men who were just followers. Brother Rayleigh mentioned Rahab this morning. Rahab followed the Lord. She had heard. We've heard the things about your God. We have heard the exploits of your God. And in the hiding of the spies, there was something more than uh, than just trying to hide some men and throw a little bit of brush on them to save them from a moment. He was, she did far more than that. There was something that was awakened in her heart. And because of that, she followed. She followed so closely. She followed so well until we find her name listed in Hebrews 11. I'll tell you today that there's something, there's something released in our heart when we just follow the Lord. I'm not negating any responsibility that any of us would have. I don't think that we can just wake up in the morning and do our own thing and God is just going to pour out on us what we need. I think we need to be diligent seekers of His will and of His presence. More than anything, we need to be followers. And so I want to follow this scripture today. I want to, I want to embrace the scripture, follow me, and I will make you. And so I ask you today, and I ask me, what is it that we need to become? For these men that were here recorded in Matthew, for Simon and for Andrew, it was fishers of men. We certainly all would qualify to need to be fishers of men. But what is it beyond that that God has called us to? We may look in the mirror. We may look in our own lives and in the inventory of our own heart and find several things lacking. We may feel that we come up short in many, many areas. But the Lord just said, if you'll follow me, I will make you. And so today, how am I going to obtain what God has promised? I could ask you today for a show of hands, and I believe there would be a response of people that are in this house that God has given them a promise, that God has given them an insight, just a glimpse into their future. Maybe you feel like there's light years between where you stand today and what you feel like God has shown you and where you will be and what you will do for his kingdom and its cause. But I tell you today, how we will get there is just following him. If we'll follow him, he'll make us who we are. That's the nature of the Lord. That's the nature of the Lord. You see, only one time do we ever find where Jesus was riding 
and that was in the temple sand, whatever he wrote when the woman was caught in adultery and brought to him. And so as one man said, Jesus wasn't into making manuscripts. He was into making men. And so I believe today if we'll follow him, he will make of us what he needs us to be. And if we'll just allow his spirit to give birth to what it is that the kingdom has need of, then we'll find ourselves in the best place that we could ever be. Follow me and I will make you. Amen. Let's stand together. Can we do that? You may think that you could never do what God has laid upon your heart. You may think as you look at others even exercising themselves in that particular role or ministry or position and think it could never happen for me. Well, the people that you may be admiring, if you could peel back the layers of their life, I promise you this, you would not find a silver spoon. would not have anything to do with DNA. But what you would find in the heart and in the life of anyone that has ever been used of God is that they were a follower of Him. They just cashed in, sold out, and said, whatever you would have me to do. I want to be a follower of the Lord. How about you? Amen. Let's let the Lord make of us what He would have us be. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for this day. And I ask you right now that you would help the word that has been shared with us today through teaching and through song. I pray, God, for every Sunday school teacher and every Sunday school student, everything that's been said and done today on this piece of property. I ask you now, God, to seal that word of hope in our heart and let us forever remain diligent, God, in our pursuit of you. And we know that you will make of us what you desire us to be. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.